Ah, fuck, wank, bugger, shitting, arse, head, and hoe. If you're hearing our voices, it means it's time for It's This Meets That podcast. We watch the worst movies from trailer 10 credits scene by scene, so you don't have to. But maybe you should. I'm Russ. I'm Jared. And we're back with our holiday <laughs> special episode. That's how I like to ring in the holidays. Right? <laughs> it's a string of curses. String of curses, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is um, our holiday special where we're actually doing a generally accepted, critically and fan-wise, accepted good rom-com movie right yeah yeah i wouldn't just say accepted i would say celebrated like yeah and it's on all the top 10 lists of best holiday movies to watch so which i don't get it i don't get it either so (laughs) some people really like this movie and i don't understand yeah yeah so this is uh gonna be part inevitably part one of our two-part breakdown (laughs) of the 2003 Mm rom-com love actually Mm. uh last Mm. episode we trashed the trailer and we had some great prognostications, which I am disappointed oh. to say none of which came true. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and check it out on our website. It's this meets com. but you can also just stay right here and keep going. Your yeah. call. You don't, no judgment. So unlimited freedom, whatever you want to do. All the freedoms. So that, I don't know, uh, since it's part of when you always do it. So Jared, you want to remind us, me, everyone to hell we're Love watching. actually is about yeah <laughs> yeah um so the premise here again uh i i should have found a better log line this one just pissed me off too much last time uh so follows the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales all set during a frantic month before christmas in london england <laughs> you weren't supposed <laughs> to take a breath there I know. I was trying really hard not to. Hold on. Let me let me do it. We'll see if I can do another take. Yeah. Follows the lives of eight very different couples in dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London, England. Nice. There you go. That's that's proper English. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is weird because uh, all the other descri- I've read a couple of descriptions where it says there's nine different storylines. I don't know <laughs> what. Yeah, and I kept Where? adding it up. I was like, there was like two different places. It said there was nine. I was like, there's only eight. I kept only adding up eight. So, uh, well, I, so I wonder if they're counting uh, the Liam Neeson and the boy as separate stories. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Cares. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't like this movie at all. So I guess, I mean, we could talk expectations from the trailer and all that. And I guess expectations from the rest of the world and us first seeing this. Like I've actually never seen this movie, so. I thought I did, but I hadn't. So this is it. I thought it was going to be good because, again, it's it's on everyone's list of being good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think I was going to like it, so that yep. came true. <laughs> yep. uh, but but it also wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, it's only sitting at sixty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There, so that's too high. That's yeah, way too high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what like what redeeming qualities did this movie have? <laughs> Can you think of any? <laughs> Just all the actors, I guess. Maybe that's about it. Nope. Like it's like the, most of them are like all the storylines are either super depressing or over the top cheesy rom com. Yep. They did it. Or just or dumb. Yeah, yeah. Or dumb. So. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> God, I hate this movie so much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I, I think we'll. Uh, yeah, I, I think all of our expectations have kind of blown out of the water a little bit. I don't know mine. Oh, I I thought it was gonna be watchable. So yeah, yes. yeah. 
I don't know, I don't think we're just saying that either. It just I didn't think it was a good movie. It was just kind of like a lot of eye rolling and it was just like who what? I no, know. I would I mean we we were briefly discussing it before while we started recording. Uh I would rather watch any rom-com we've already done. Actually, no, I take it back. I'd rather watch every rom-com we've ever done again. Every every in a row. Wow. Yeah, in a row. Yeah. Then then sit through this one again. A little bit of heaven, <laughs> you know. Yep. Yep. At least playing, that for, was playing for keeps. Funny. Yeah, that wasn't sure. funny at all, but yeah. No, that one was a struggle. Uh the one with uh Christian Haydenson, that one was great. Yeah, yeah, whichever one with pizza. Little time, Italy. Man. Little Italy, yeah. yeah. Pizza pizza time. Oh my god. <laughs> I think the only good thing about this movie was because the fact that it's basically eight different short stories kind of just broken up, it made the yeah. pacing feel go it like felt like it was going by pretty quickly. It's a two hour, fifteen minute long movie and it, it actually went by pretty yeah. I thought it went quick. So, oh man, I thought I was sitting here for five hours. Oh, uh, I mean, I was because I even had ads, which that's another thing we'll talk about uh, once we get to breaking it down. I, I, yeah, I watched the quick version comparatively. Mine was only two hours and 15 minutes, and I paused yeah. it, I think, twice. I usually pause constantly when I'm watching yeah. a movie for the podcast. Yeah. I paused maybe twice, and it, it felt, felt like forever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, not just one of the, my least favorite movies we've done for the podcast. I think one of my least favorite movies of all time. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's what we that's what we're doing, right? This is what we do. So, yes. <laughs> Even though it's sixty some odd percent, it is uh, it yeah. is not doing it. So happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> happy holidays. Fuck your Christmas movie. <laughs> yep. Watch something else, please. All right, so let's get into quick info. Yeah, let's do it. So this is written and directed by Richard Curtis, who's um, done some some such hits as Mr. Bean takes an exam. Uh, Mr. Bean goes to a premiere, a premiere. Sure. So uh, I, I wish. Uh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> yeah. Those are only, the only things he's known for. The only things Richard Curtis has done. And he's done other movies like Four Weddings and a Funeral and Bridget Jones Diary and <laughs> War yeah, Horses, shocked. whatever. Shocked to know that he's actually a British person because this movie, I feel like, is a very uh, American-centric slant. Technically, I think New Zealander. He's a New Zealander. Really? He's a New Zealander. Yeah. Interesting. He's born it makes there. Makes no sense. He's born there. So, but hey, a lot of people are born in different places and are other things. Anyways, so yeah, Richard Curtis, another gem. Well another, said. Well another, said. Another rom-com gem brought by brought to us him to us by him. <laughs> Who's in this this mashup? So we got Bill Nye, the British science guy, mm-hmm. I wish. playing playing the old rocker. We got so I didn't I didn't write down all their names because I didn't I didn't care. So okay. we might be we might be doing actor names because it's easier to like kind of know yeah. who, who's who and what what scenes we're in. So yeah, I'll try to be good about that. I think I switched back and forth in my notes. Yeah, I just I just went with the actors because there's there's so many the scenes are so quick and everything just it's just kind of a mess. So that's smart. Uh, so there's Bill Nye, the British science guy. There's Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. Emma Thompson. Da- I should say Dame Emma Thompson. Right. But don't forget. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Grant, Colin Firth, Kira Knightley, Martin Freeman <laughs> in some versions, Laura Linney, <laughs> Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson, and Alan Hans Gruber Rickman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple other people that will show up but towards the end, but we'll call them out. There's some random yeah. like cameos kind of things that happen throughout towards the end. So yeah. Uh, now we I don't know if we talked about it much in trailer trash, but like I could not tell you anything that Bill Nye has ever done. Uh, could could not tell you a Hugh Grant movie. 
could not tell you a Colin Firth movie. What's wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know any of these people really. Like I know who they are and I know they're famous and I know they're in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like no, no idea. Laura Linney. I have no clue. You've seen the King's men, right? Yep. Colin. That's Colin Firth. He's in that. As what? He plays like the, the King's man. He's guy. in that. Yeah. He's like the guy. Who oh, like the, the man guy. Yeah. He does that big church fight oh, scene. Oh, that's, that's Colin Firth. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Hugh, Grant like was in a, Hugh Grant was in a string of <laughs> terrible rom-coms, as you can tell, for a very long time. He was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. and Sure. He was in some uh, I don't know, other movies. Um, okay, Bill interesting, Nye, yeah. Bill Nye played yeah. uh, the the stepfather of, um, in Shaun of the Dead. Oh, oh, right. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. He's funny. Okay. He's good. I like him. You know oh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Of course, yeah. No, Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, I know. Emma Thompson, I know. Okay. Uh, Kira Knightley, I know from yeah. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> yep. Martin Freeman, I know. I definitely yep. know Martin Freeman. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know Alan Rickman. You know Mr. Bean yep. and Laura Linney. You Professor know, Snape. Right? Yep. No, Laura Linney. I, who's that? I have no clue. You watch that show, um, Ozark on Netflix? Nope. The fuck's wrong with you, man? I don't know. <laughs> She's in. You that. know me. I haven't seen stuff. Oh, God. So that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> production yeah. and box office stuff so total worldwide box office this made 246 million eight hundred twenty one thousand fifty three dollars that's so much money yeah Why? how many how many how many fanatics do you have the fanatic calculator out oh i you know i do buddy <laughs> you can see uh, calculator it's already. Like, yeah it's roughly eight thousand fanatics well <laughs> give or take <laughs> seems like so many fanatics yeah, well, when you think that the fanatic made like three thousand uh, dollars, it's like three thousand times eight thousand. <laughs> it's how you get here. <laughs> uh, and all that money, all that pure cash money, was made uh, off a budget of forty-five million. Ugh, I'm so sad. I mean, literally, no all they paid for was just the talent. That's it. There was no like location, which is expensive. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Uh-uh. I hate that. I hate that this made so much money. Um. All right, we're moving along here. We're moving pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, fa- this is fast for us. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait till we get to fast facts. Which will just be slow facts. But all right, let's do. We're going to do a Hollywood pitch right now. Is that what we're doing next? Yeah, might as well. Is that how that goes? I think so. That's the for- next thing. I forget. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood pitch. Hollywood pitch. Pitch me, motherfucker. Okay, so going old school. <laughs> uh, taking you way back before either of us were born. Mm-hmm. Uh, to 1970, mm. airport, airport. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film series that basically invented disaster movies as they were in the 70s, which sure became a big thing. Yeah, inspired Roland uh, Emmerich for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some of our favorite <laughs> slapstick comedies. Yeah, we're familiar with Airport. Have you seen it? No. Okay. But so it's got it. it's got a lot in common with our our hated love actually here. Okay. <laughs> um. So. For one, uh, it's similarly like a mashup of stories. So there's like a bunch of disconnected storylines that kind of come together at the end mm-hmm. uh, uh, that also mostly take place in an airport, which this movie, I feel like is half in an airport, <laughs> or at least all the important scenes. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Open, right? It opens and ends in an airport. Mm-hmm. And so does uh, airport. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. <laughs> no shit. Un- unsurprisingly. Uh, takes place in a grocery store. <laughs> something that's interesting and different here uh but also connected in the reverse way right uh we're a weirdly big focus of this movie at the beginning is talking about 9-11 for some reason yeah Uh, yeah uh, 
and uh airport is about terrorists <laughs> it's all coming so, together yeah and speaking of terrorists and bad mm-hmm. airport security mm-hmm. we get the kid at the end running through the airport security like he's a super terrorist shortly after 9-11 yeah like, like <laughs> this is a terrible idea <laughs> yep <laughs> and i'll do you one more uh at the end of airport uh there's a sad wife who has effect who has lost her husband like discovering that and grieving it yeah. just like kind of uh Emma Thompson. in airport it's because he blew himself up on the plane um so, have, yeah that's uh, that's a thing uh in 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 this movie it's you know he he cheated on her with his secretary but. yeah it's cool <laughs> same, to, same. yeah blowing up a life right right exact exactly exactly right um so it's airport meets uh white christmas hmm. now there's another one we got multi-layers here right okay uh one uh it's a christmas movie this is kind of a christmas movie i guess yeah it's a holiday yeah still not sold on that really is <laughs> it's it's professed to be a christmas movie but it's i don't know well they do have a useless countdown to christmas title card we yes. get which oh my most of us sorry but i mean as our listeners yeah. know we do not like useless title card countdowns i hate them i hate them yeah. and they were extra <laughs> useless in this one <laughs> so, uh so yeah so they're both christmas movies um they're both well one is called white christmas and also features a, a very white cast and one is called <laughs> love actually mm. and also features a very white cast extremely um, yep yeah right uh not great not great uh, and then I don't want to, I guess, yeah, similarly to White Christmas. So, have you, when's the last time you watched White Christmas? Uh, I mean, years, probably years. I don't know. You remember how it ends, right? Where it ends in like a, a musical performance that saves the day and everyone is happy at the end and claps. Well, yeah, because that's, yeah, because musical performances do that. Just like in Love Actually. Yes. Music's a huge thing in this movie. Same, same. I like it. That's good. Thanks. What'd you get? Uh, so I went with It's Crash, the 2004 crash meets Bridget Jones's Diary. Ooh, okay. A little cheating here, but whatever. So I just went with Crash oh, because that's like a mashup of kind of different storylines of people going through redemption and loss, which we do have Liam Neeson, who's lost his wife, and he's trying to come yep. out of that, you know? Uh, but more so just the structure of like multiple storylines all playing at the kind of like the same time and around events. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, meets Bridget Jones's diary. And there's a ton of connections here. One is it's a British one Two uh, has <laughs> Colin Firth and Hugh Grant in it. It's a rom-com. Oh, right. It okay. was yep. also written in, I don't know if he directed, but it's written by our buddy here, Richard Curtis. Ugh. Yep. <laughs> and I, th- I don't remember if it, t- if the entire movie takes place during Christmas, but there is a time there's a period in it where it does there are Christmas a Christmas moment and there's some ugly sweater stuff going on. So that kind of tied oh. in the, that tied in the holiday portion of it. So I don't know if I've ever seen Bridget Dunn's diary all the way through. I, I have like a really, really long time ago, but I was like, yeah. eh, I'll pull this one. So Huh, nice. Good pull. Getting right to it. So I like it. No, I think we did I think as always. I don't know. I don't think there's ever a time where we're like, well, no, I think we'd be honest. I think we'd be honest for our listeners. Bad job, like, yeah, this is not good, but <laughs> yeah. We had yours, a few that weren't great. Yeah, I think yours was. I think yours was a, on a was a very good on the scale. And mine was like mm. mediocre. Mine's getting by, you know. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, no I problem. thought yours was good. Next, we're, we're moving on. Fast facts. Fast facts. Fast fact me. All right, what do we got here? You, you wrote all these down. Yeah, there's quite a few here, but so I'm gonna go through them at a mediocre pace. But I think this will be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Give me about a medium pace. All right. <laughs> uh, so the airport 
greeting footage at the beginning and the end of the film is actually of real couples okay. greeting each other in an airport. So writer and director Richard Curtis had a team of camera f- cameramen film at Heathrow Airport for a week. And whenever they saw something that that would fit in, they asked people involved for permission to use the footage. So all that montage in the beginning and the very end is. Ugh. So you mean they were like, guys, how do we save a couple bucks here? Yep. <laughs> I know. Yep. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah. All right. What else you got? So Chris Marshall, who plays, I believe, Colin. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, what, my, one one of my favorite characters in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chris Chris Marshall. Also, the uh, this, it hit me afterwards. That's why I looked this up. Uh, like the UK poor man's Matthew Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I could see that. Right. Yeah, our, our British Matthew Lillard, Lillard there, uh, Chris Marshall. So he apparently he returned his paycheck for the scene where the three American girls undress him. He said he had such a great time having three girls undress him for twenty one takes that he was willing to do it for free and thus returned his check for that. I hate that. <laughs> Deep down, I knew you would. That's why I kind of picked it. Yeah. I like him. I like him less now. <laughs> uh, the lake in the mid midway through the movie, um, the lake in which uh, Lucia, oh, yeah. Lucia Moniz yeah. and Colin Firth are quote unquote swimming in. It's a nice lake. Yeah, this is a scene where he loses all of his uh, his whatever he's writing, his screenplay or story, yeah. or whatever. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. And the wind blows all the pages into the water, and she goes jumping in, which we'll talk about when we get there, but. Yeah. Uh, our quote unquote swimming was actually only 18 inches deep and they had to kneel down and pretend it to be in deep water. Um, it was oh, also, also overrun by mosquitoes and Colin Firth was badly bitten. His elbow swelled up to the size of an av- avocado requiring I'm medical glad. attention. Yeah. I'm really glad that yeah. that happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a good that kind of episode. Yeah, we're getting a little, I'm, en- I'm enraged. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get to a little politics fast fact here. So the speech given by Hugh Grant in this movie, uh, where he extols the virtues of Great Britain and refuses to cave the pressure of its longstanding ally, the United States, was etched mm-hmm. in a transatlantic memory as a satirical wishful statement on the concurrent relationship with George w., George w. Bush. Tony Blair responded by saying in 2005, I know there's a bit of us that would like, like me to do a Hugh Grant in love, actually, and tell America where to get off. But the difference between a good film and real life is that in real life, that's there's the next day, the next year, the next lifetime to contemplate the ruinous consequences of easy applause. Yeah. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a big Tony Blair guy, but not yeah. wrong. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Infuriating. Yep. Uh, the idea for Marx, it's Andrew Lincoln, AKA Rick from walking dead surprise of the band singing. All you need is love at the uh, opening wedding between Kira Knightley mm. and uh, Chiwetel Ijafor. Uh, wedding came from Jim Henson's funeral, which writer and director Richard Curtis attended, where all the puppeteers brought their Muppets and sang a song. What? <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Yep. I love that. That's pretty great. Yeah. Big Jim Henson fan. So, okay. Uh, this next one's fun because I didn't know Billy Bob Thornton was in this. Um, Me neither. This, before, okay. I pulled the, pulled, before I pulled the fast facts. So, okay. Knowing about Billy Bob Thornton, quite unusual fear of antique furniture. I'm going to repeat that for you. (laughs) Yeah, please. Knowing about Billy Bob Thornton's quite unusual fear of antique furniture. Okay. Let that that soak into the brain for a bit. Hugh Grant would sometimes, and I don't know how this all works, but Hugh Grant would sometimes flash a piece of antique, which is abundant in England, 
antique furniture, which is abundant in England, in front of Thornton just before the cameras rolled and watch him freak out in amusement. I don't what? know. I don't know how that. I don't know. <laughs> That's really messed up, Hugh Grant. <laughs> but how is he flashing a piece of antique? I don't know. I, don't, like I mean, his, like maybe he has like a, like flip a desk phone? or something. His flip phone from like, 2003 or like he's got one just right. Oof. Whipping out a chair. Being like, take look at this bill, chair. Take that play, Bob Thornton. Oh, I can't take it. I don't. That's, yeah, that one's a weird like one. This. Yeah. We'll I mean, on. I We're, guess if the, yeah, Ugh, I hate this. <laughs> this one I don't. This is another weird one. According to writer director Richard Curtis, they had to put Dame Emma Thompson in a quote unquote fat suit to make her appear heavier because she is actually a thin woman. I didn't think she was fat in this movie. I didn't think so. Lot of lot of I gotta I take a lot of issue with the amount of fat jokes in this movie. I, I was so I was just gonna say I was just gonna say the same thing. And I watched a trailer for an, one of his other movies, and there's an, there's like another fat joke in there. And then I read was like reading something about Bridget Jones' Diary when I was looking that up, and there's like a whole thing about more fat oh, yeah, jokes whole, about her in that. And that whole movie, that is whole movie is like a fat joke. Yeah, yeah. Like this guy's got some problem with like I don't know. What does Richard Curtis look like? <laughs> Tell you Fuck what, you. yeah. <laughs> We're coming for you, Richard. Yeah, Not really. I'm going to make up. No, yeah, <laughs> we're we're trying to tear down people's appearance less in this podcast, but uh, yeah. but I'm coming for you, Richard Curtis, because yeah. you're an ass. I don't like it. This was the most rented DVD in the UK in 2004. Why? There are better movies. Like go rent, mm-hmm. um, go rent Bad Santa. That came out like two weeks after. Done. Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> everyone <laughs> all right we got two left here um thomas brody sangster i think uh he is the he plays sam he plays a little kid who looks like who's 13 but looks yep. like he's like eight he was in game <laughs> of thrones yeah game of thrones when he's 23 playing a 13 year old uh is the second cousin <laughs> once removed of hugh grant Ugh, nepotism hate to see it if you're on the outside but love to see it mm-hmm. if you're being nepotized mm-hmm. couldn't agree more for her one minute cameo claudia schieffer who i know you have no idea who that is correct um, received a reported <laughs> 200,000 pounds, roughly 300,000 US dollars. Wow. Yeah, for, for one, she's a pretty famous model who is, oh. pairs up with Liam Neeson at the very end. He oh, says, Carol. Yeah. Mm, he says okay. her name, Claudia Schiffer, and then, but she ends up being the. Right. It's all, it all comes together. Oh, that's kind of funny, I guess. <laughs> so yeah. that's it. That's, that's, that's. <laughs> That's it. I think we're we're heading into to new territory. I think we're ready to to start breaking this thing down. Let's do it. It's a long one. I do. So there's a, a quick note here, a little asterisk about this movie. So, listeners, you're gonna love this. You won't. <laughs> we won't say how Jared got a version of this movie to watch, but mm-hmm. I I used I pirated it. Okay. Yeah. It's, so Jared pirated it. And I was like, oh, I will, uh, I've got a free trial for one of my various TV things, yeah. uh, which I'm going to cancel soon because, you know, it's too expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And I went in there, I was like, oh, maybe it's on, th- maybe it's on here. Right. So I found it, yep. found the movie and it was on some other random channel, free form, whatever. <laughs> right. And I was like, cool, let Ooh, me record it. Nice. I'll record it and then good to go. Right. Yep. Not realizing that this was actually the TV edit version of this movie, which is rated R for sexuality, nudity, and language. Yeah. Um, oh, I did got, you not get the language either? I didn't get any of that. I got a PG. Oh man. I got a P. I got a PG thirteen. So maybe that's why I hated this movie even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. 
Wow. So yeah, so no language, none of the none of the fun stuff there. Um, on top of that, I got halfway through the movie and I was like, wait a second, isn't Martin Freeman in this movie? Like, why is not he, like? <laughs> there's no way his 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 story hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I realized what his storyline is. And I was like, they cut that whole, they just cut it out entirely. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel better. They didn't explain what it was in the movie. Yeah. But it was a whole nother story. But it also goes to show that it was completely useless. Like you didn't need it. Yes. No, not at all. So for a movie that's two hours and 15 minutes, they could have probably shaved 45 minutes off this movie and cut two or three storylines out and maybe still had a movie. More than that. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Way more than that. Yeah. This- but Ugh. now, so there's going to be moments where we're breaking this down. There's probably going to be scenes Jared's going to talk about, which I have no idea what he's going to be talking about because um, I wasn't there. And I am also curious to see how he rolls into everyone else being connected because all these stories, storylines and characters do run into each other or connect well, at some point. You're so. in for a treat, pal. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, okay. So it starts, we got our usual, you know, production companies, right? So we get Universal, yep. classic. Long one this time, as opposed to the... The quick universe we got in the trailer, which thankfully, yeah, this sped up. This is a, this is a, the old school long version. Uh, we get Studio Canal, which is uh, in a, a very weird bird sky clouds animation thing going on. I don't know. It's, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I liked it. And working title. Yep. I don't think we've, we we haven't been Richard doing Kerners. a yeah we haven't been doing a lot of digging up on on production companies in our last few films. Well, that's because most of the ones we've been doing are real production companies. Like, yeah, working title is like a subsidiary of Universal. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. It's like Richard Curtis's branch of Universal, basically. <laughs> Got it. So okay. we're not, yeah, we're not, we're not missing anything on the last couple. We got to start doing more indie films again. <laughs> yeah. Get into the real, the real, uh, sketchy ones. The real shit. Yeah. The real <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we go into like opening credits and this is where we get the real people hugging each other at the airport, you know, kind of moment. Yep. And then we get Hugh yep. Grant doing a voiceover and this is immediately, I just hated this movie right off the bat, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it all down. I barely listened to it, but basically the gist is he's doing this, this voiceover while these scenes of people hugging each other at the airport about hate and love and yeah. 9-11. Well, he starts it off. Yeah. He starts it <laughs> off with whenever I get gloomy about the state of the world, I just think about the gate at Heathrow airport. What? <laughs> That's already an insane first line of a movie. Why would you <laughs> like, yeah, whenever I get gloomy, I think of airports. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, because that's okay. where love is, right? Um, and basically, he's like, does a whole spiel about how planes is love, apparently. And then, that's, and, yeah. and then kind of caps it off with when the, pl- <laughs> I'm going to read the whole thing because it's horrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, again, this, uh, I don't, do we say it off recording? <laughs> if we didn't, or if we did, <laughs> uh, I think this movie was inspired by 9 11. Mm, <laughs> uh, like okay. written, definitely written shortly afterwards, right? Yeah. And, and it came out in 2003. So they shot in 2002. So yeah, all very close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And so they wrap it up with when the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. And then we, <laughs> horrible yeah like the idea of the theme of the planes like all it is is it's the beginning and the opening scenes and that's nothing, so dark i mean i get yeah it's just 
I know it's the, so dark. The end of the movie ends in an airport because all rom comes in an air, end in an airport. But yeah, you know, as far as I know, none of the phone call like that's horrible. Like don't yeah. it invoke the people that died in the planes in nine. Like this is awful. Yes, for your like, for your fucking rom com. For your <laughs> shitty fucking rom com. Yeah, Ugh, infuriating. I'm so mad. Like you can still stick with the airport and the airplane theme here of people connecting after they get home and shit like that. Yeah. But come on, yes. You can say planes is love uh, yeah. without without talking about nine eleven easily, and then the it's like I mean I guess it's perfect for how much I hate this movie, like the smugness of that last line to you, like uh, if you look for it, like it's like oh I know something you don't know. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. <laughs> like, <sighs> just imagine the the smarmiest person you know saying that. <laughs> I can, I, you know, I've got a picture of me. He shows up on IMDb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I got a sneaky feeling. If you look for it, <laughs> if you look for it, you'll find it. <laughs> so then as that line's being said, we get the title card. Love actually is all around, which little fast fact we left out was the original title of the film. Love actually right. is all around, which is a terrible title for a movie. So it's good that they just went with love. Yeah, much worse. <laughs> love. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> actually, love, actually, love. Um, and then it just fades out to love, actually. So there we go. And then we cut to we're in a recording studio with our Bill Nye, uh, aka yeah. Billy Mack, who is just a old time, old school rocker, you know. Yeah. You know. One of the one of the two characters I don't hate in this movie. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was like, he is one of the only characters I actually like in this movie. Uh I'm going to say three because I don't hate Martin Freeman's character either, which you'll never know. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never know because I, I will never watch this movie again. Uncut. No, no, no. Yeah, not interested. Um, but yeah, no, that's this guy, uh, Martin Freeman's character. And um, should I? Uh, yeah, no, I guess it's really just these two that I like. Yeah. Well, now that makes sense anyway. as to why when you said the opening quote to the show, the episode, I didn't know your I didn't remember that. I was like, I don't remember yeah. that. Because it was yeah, cut for TV. Right. It was either it was either cut entirely, I bet, or it was like ah uh, uh, no, no, it was cut. It was cut. Gobbly entirely. turkey, turkey camp. <laughs> whatever. Roast beef, salads, biscuit sandwich. I wasn't sure if they had PB like uh, TBS'd it for you and, and made it into something funny. No, I think they just cut it entirely. Um oh, man. Yeah, no, I got I got I got definitely the watered down version. So this is gonna be even this is gonna be fun. This will be fun. So he's he's mm-hmm. in a recording studio recording Love is All Around Me, his it's like a re-recording of a hit song he had written way in the back, and he's just taking love out for replacing it with Christmas is all around me. Which is hilarious. I'll give this movie one thing. That's a funny concept. <laughs> it is. Uh, him singing is not good, though, um, and it's not going right. well. He's having a hard time hitting his hitting his marks, uh, but, you know, he finally gets it, and uh, that's it. Yep. Um, and that's when that's when he gets the, yeah, gets the, the cursing out. There's a lot of good cursing in that scene. I feel like uh, that scene's probably long, longer for me in general than it was for you. Cause there's like, they do a bunch of takes of the song. Did they not? He's funny. And the manager's funny too. Like they're good characters. I'm like, yeah, oh, I guess the manager's the other guy I like. In this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, and then we get our first title card kind of giving us a, a <laughs> countdown here. Yep. Five weeks till Christmas. Such a long countdown too. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of just doesn't do we get, I think three more of them. They don't doesn't doesn't mean anything. No, yeah. and that's what I was gonna say. I was hoping that you wrote it down when we got them because I was like, did I miss something here? Nope. Like I think I I thought I missed a couple of 
weeks, but they were they stopped doing. It, I think there was three of them. And I think it went five, four, two. <laughs> uh, there's one for one. There's one for one week till Christmas. Oh, was there? Okay. That. Again, I, I may, thought it was five, may, four, one. I'm, 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 I'm missed the cut here. Like five, four, okay. five, five, four, one. No, there is definitely a two. So they skip three, okay. I guess. But I, I also so. may have missed it between skipping ads and maybe it was a Martin Freeman scene. <laughs> I, you, it probably was. <laughs> Because that made that made no sense to me to be like, why would they do five, four, and then two, and then not do the other ones? So one and three yes. for me may have been the Martin Freeman ones. That's oh, maybe that's horrible, even... horrible. <laughs> yeah, listener, if you like countdowns in movies, defend that to us, please. Yeah, like, we'll yeah. we'll forever complain about it for yeah. the rest of our episodes. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like title card countdowns from the beginning. Like I get we get why they do it sometimes, but but it means nothing in this movie. It means absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, and that's what I meant. Like this movie is not a Christmas movie. It like happens around Christmas kind of. Well, it starts at Thanksgiving basically, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But they don't have Thanksgiving in, uh, in the UK there, do they? Right. Exactly. American Thanksgiving. <laughs> so it starts around America Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. We have to make this US centric somehow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as we, as we often do. Uh, don't they have- they have Christmas. They have. Uh, they got Boxing Day there, right? Is that the day after Christmas? Isn't it? Do, do they have Christmas? Jesus Christ! Yeah, they have Boxing Day. I mean, we all know Christmas. Christmas was made up by Coca Cola, right? Or Santa Claus was. Uh, Christmas, I think, was actually. Yeah, I think it was invented by Coca Cola, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Sweet, uh, sweet baby Jesus, I think, was a product trademarked of, <laughs> trademark of Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, so, uh, and then we, we cut to, so I kind of condense a bunch of things here and I did this a couple times because sure. Good. Well, because, well, yeah, I mean, definitely good. I wanted to get through this because there's a lot of times where this movie jumps into, uh, kind of like a short music video where they're playing some hit song of the time and then they yeah. mash up like five, five or six or well, eight scenes of everyone kind of getting going through yep. some moment. Right. So like, this is like what I call the setup montage. So it definitely okay. stopped me and fill in. I'm just going to keep moving, but you, you fill in any gaps here. So mm-hmm. the setup montage is basically showing all of our main characters. So we get Colin Firth. He's, he's late for something. It opens with him actually Colin Firth. He's running late. He's kind of getting out of his mm-hmm. apartment. He's saying goodbye to his sick girlfriend, uh, whom he loves and he repeats it quite often, which Yep. It's clearly a sign Which, that <laughs> that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a rom-com. I mean, if you already have the love in the beginning of the movie, then it, yeah. It's um, <laughs> then it cuts to Liam Neeson calling Emma Thompson, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, and I was like, I don't think they, they don't talk about the relation there, but later on, I guess we find no. out they're siblings, I think, right? No. How do they know yeah. each other? Uh, they're like friends. If they're just friends. Okay. Hugh Grant is Emma Thompson's older brother. Correct. That's definitely. Uh, but yeah. Liam, Neeson. Liam Neeson is like, I don't know. I almost thought if this movie was slightly better, uh, Emma Thompson would have got together with Liam Neeson. I was, instead of, I would instead of Carol thought the same, same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Better movie. Way better movie. Anyway. So yeah, he's making a phone call to her. Apparently he's talking about his dead wife. Um, sorry. Nugget. Late ex dead wife, late ex dead wife. Right. Yeah. Um, she just died apparently, which like also like if you think about it, sets a weird tone for the rest of the movie too. Like yeah, they have they have the funeral in the movie, yeah. and also and also he ends up with this model in a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like, like so, it's five weeks. It's five <laughs> weeks. <laughs> like, that is a great call out. I didn't even think about that. So right? in a five week span, he's 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 
carrying his dead wife yeah. out of the funeral. I think that doesn't even happen until the second week of the five weeks. No, I, mean, I, think, I, think, it's, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, it happens at week four. And then week one, he's going out with a Claudia Schiffer lookalike. Well, it's Claudia yeah. Schiffer, but you know what I mean? It's right. But you know, yes, because it's really messed up. That's like a quick a month. It's <laughs> a quick turnaround, man. It's a real yeah, after, quick turnaround. I guess to be fair, like, there's a lot of weird things about like did you re- did you realize that Liam Neeson was the stepdad either like they threw I, that, they, oh, that was like a throwaway line at the end too it took me so long and I was like but I think I don't know if they're related because it doesn't feel like they're re- like no. the way they're interacting with each other doesn't feel like they're related yes. and then at the very end I was like oh he, he is the stepdad like where's the dad what is going <laughs> I don't know I don't know it's amazing oh. so like, this is one of this is actually one of the worst movies we've ever done. <laughs> yeah oh man logic nightmare okay yeah. right so we we get a nugget that Liam Neeson's he's a widower uh and then we cut to uh, t- uh some we don't know his name yet but it's Colin right mm-hmm. um blonde haired kid he's just dropping off stuff to co-workers you know at their table their desk whatever and he comes up to you know one girl and he's just like hey my future wife and here's your thing and she's like I'm not having it this is Mia who oh well Sorry, there was one in between that I thought was funny that we should just call it real quick. Okay. Right before, yeah, right before yeah. the the passing out muffins or whatever he's doing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a scene with uh, Emma Thompson and the daughter like having a weird moment about lobsters being at the birth of Jesus. Remember that part? No. Did they cut that from the from I the from that, your version. <laughs> oh no. Oh <laughs> so no. There's like gonna... an in. There's like an in between. And she's like, mom, I got, I got like the star role in the play. And she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you, kiddo. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm the first lobster. And she's like, wait, what? She's like, why are there lobsters in the nativity? And she's like, of course there were lobsters, mom. And she goes, wait, there's your first lobster. There's more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus. And then they just end it. Like, that's how they cut the scene. And they're like, okay. And then this guy at the store, like passing out muffins or doing a reset. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, what a weird throwaway scene. Why would you do that? <laughs> It's setting well. It's setting up the big, yeah. Thing, but yeah, still, still, yeah. No, it's garbage. Lobsters at the birth of Jesus and muffins and muffins. <laughs> all right, so we're still introducing all of our main characters. So this is gonna be interesting because now I see what you've got here. Okay, so blonde haired kid dropping off muffins to coworkers. This is the same office we'll set up now. This is the same office that Laura Linney works at, who is an employee of Alan yes. Rickman. Correct. Where also Mia works, who's the secretary of Alan Rickman, who Correct. have a thing later on. Okay. Yep. And Carl, and Carl. Carl's important later. Uh, he also works at this office, which I don't know what they do. Do we know what they do? It doesn't matter, right? Business. Yeah, business. Business. <laughs> business LLC. Uh, I think it's architecture, actually, because they talk gotta about- be. It's got to be. Yeah. He's like, a, he's like a chief designer of something or other. So yeah. yeah, I think it's like yeah. some kind of architecture. Yeah. Chief, anyway. chief chief designer of, of affairs and ruining families. So yeah. and this is when we get Martin Freeman already. Yeah. So we get a quick Martin Freeman scene where he's just like he's fully clothed and this other lady is fully clothed. That's what I don't know why they cut this. Like <laughs> this first scene where he's in, they're like he's just humping this it's woman. Simulated. Simulated. You can't have I you guess. Know, simulated sex yeah. can't have it on TV. I guess not. I mean, well, so that's that's kind of the joke. Not to spoil all the Martin Freeman scenes, but it's all simulated sex. I mean, you're gonna. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And that's what I don't really understand. He's not. He's not like a porn star. I don't think. So no, I did a little digging on this, and what they are, I think they're supposed to be like lighting. So like they just they just they just hold the positions for like the where the actors actually would be, so they can get all the lighting right on them. Apparently. Well, then why are they naked half the time? 
I don't know. Anyway. But I also, I also read that on like goof or trivia thing on IMDb. So who knows if that's true? But yeah. Okay. No, I could see that. That makes sense. Probably. Like they're not okay. actually in it. There's part of the crew that like sets up, like helps them set up. And it's like, they're oh, part here's, of the point here's here's how we can like get the lighting right and stuff, shit like that. That's kind of funny, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, that, that and they just cut away from that. Sorry. <laughs> and then they cut. Okay. So then that's that. So then they cut to a wedding, and this is where we get um, Mark, aka Rick from Walking Dead. Yep. Mark talking to uh, I don't. Do we, oh wait, sorry. Go ahead. Before we go on, did you did did we see Colin's friend? Did we get to meet Colin's friend when he's passing out the muffins? We do, right? Like he goes and sits next to him, or not? Uh, sorry, I was I was thinking Colin Firth. You mean Colin? Uh, yeah, Colin. Um, Colin the, the character. Yeah. Karen, uh, yeah. I, no, I don't remember. Okay, because that's so. I think we do see him in the Martin Freeman scene. He works on the porn set also. His Colin's friend. So that's how they're they're connected. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten any of that. Okay. Yeah. He's like the director on the porn set. (laughs) (laughs) Or like whatever. I don't know. It's stupid. It's weird. I don't get it. But fantastic. Okay. (laughs) So then we cut to the red wedding and then we got (laughs) Mark talking to uh, do we know Chiwetel's Chiwetel's character's name? Peter. Okay. So we got Mark talking to Peter at the wedding. And this yep. is where Kira Knightley is getting uh, married to Peter. I don't even know what mm-hmm. Kira Knightley's character's name is, but whatever. We're going to go with her. With her. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Because it's basically her. I mean, it's like her and this guy Mark's kind of like thread. So, yeah. And um, she's only in it for like two minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah, she's not in it very long at all. So they're at the wedding and they're getting married. And Mark is pretty much kind of being a creep already, I think, right? He's oh, like yeah. got the oh, camera yeah. and he's like, you know. Um, and then we cut from that to Hugh Grant pulling up to the mansion there parliament big yeah. ben whatever they got over there well, yeah i don't know westminster <laughs> abbey <laughs> nodding nottingham hill i don't know oh my god we should probably know that parliament right it's just like i don't know where's the prime minister hangout <laughs> <laughs> where is he put his head down the rest of the night yeah so sorry we i know we have a couple of listeners in the it's UK gonna be like a, no it's gonna be I'm a so ca- sorry. no it's gonna be like a castle or something right we have castles over there for them oh no oh my god dude <laughs> This is a nightmare. <laughs> All right. So he pulls up to his really nice apartment, which happens to be, mm-hmm. you know, prime it's minister. also his office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it the prime minister's flat. How about that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But apartments are called over there, but Jared, we've talked about I know. this before. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Just because it's a nicer flat doesn't mean it's not a flat. Okay. So. No, no, no. Yeah. It's a round at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then we're, we're at the, the, the Prime Minis flat here. Uh, we got Hugh Grant, whose name is David, right? And he's walking mm-hmm. through. He's he's a new guy. He's new 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 Prime. Not oh. David Cameron. He's no, Tony Blair. Blair. Yeah, yeah, he's Tony Blair. So <laughs> David is Tony Blair. Yeah. So we have uh, so we have Optimus Prime uh, meeting his staff, like walking through. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the cooks. Here's the staff. Uh, and then he meets at the very end. We meet Natalie. I don't know what she does. Uh, that doesn't, she just brings him tea throughout the entire movie, pretty much him food, which is yeah, okay, weird. I, she's the she's the like chief of catering or something she's like that. They say chief like of tea. So he's like, hey, yeah. nice to meet you. And they have this really awkward moment, and then she and this whole awkward situation kisses him. Yeah, he's like got a bunch of bunch of weird lines in this scene too. Like yeah, when uh, I don't know, they're taking a dig at like the last prime minister of of great Britain, maybe when he's like hmm. oh like well the housekeeping should be easier because i don't have a scary wife right <laughs> i was like wait 
<laughs> what does that mean? Why would you say that? <laughs> and then I love, oh yeah. Oh, then you didn't get the, you didn't get the funny lines from this scene either. Nah, it's mean, some, this is all British, British political humor here, I guess. No, no, no. I mean, you didn't see them. They weren't in your version. I bet. <laughs> oh, the no, no. Where- For me, it just ended as soon as he met her and she kissed him. And then it, he just walks away. He looks back and is like kind of smitten and that's it. Oh my God. No, the scene's a bunch. There's like a bunch of lines in the scene. Cause he's like, Cause that's when from the trailer, they kind of like hinted at it uh, when she's like, Oh, sorry, David. Uh, I should have, I should have said, sir or whatever. And she goes, shit. Uh, and then she's like, ah, shit. I said shit twice now. Haven't I like, that's a, that's a bad thing too. And then he goes, could have said fuck. And then we'd be in real trouble. All right. <laughs> so no, goes, they, they do have that exchange. <laughs> okay. Do that. Okay. Good. <laughs> but they, they replace, I think they probably fuck with like shag or something like that or whatever. Like, Oh, okay. They, yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> no, definitely, way less yeah, funny. I, I, I definitely <laughs> okay. remember this, 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 they definitely had this back and forth, but he's like, Oh, you could have said shag or said something else. And then yeah. he's like, then we'd be that in real been, trouble. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I had a feeling I was going to fuck it up on the first day. Ah, oh, man. I said, fuck you. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Well, now I got to say, though, then the edit, the TV edit was pretty good because it wasn't like a, it was pretty smooth. Yeah. I didn't pick up the uh, the replacement because that, def- that scene would definitely was in there. And it was just like this awkward moment. I just recorded it as like, well, this is awkward. And then she, yeah, she kisses him it's, and then he walks away and he turns around and he's like, yeah, stares mm-hmm. at her longingly as you put yeah. it so perfectly. Mildly funnier with fuck, I think. Damn it. I said, <laughs> we can't believe he watched the TV edit. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. <laughs> Great. So back we're, to the wedding, right? We're back. Yeah, we come back to the wedding. We got Peter and Kira Knightley. They're getting married, um, mm-hmm. and then we've realized that Colin Firth, who was running late in the beginning of the movie, uh, mm-hmm. was actually attending the wedding. Question I have here: He's sitting next to Laura Linney. How do they know each other? Do we do we do we know that? Um, who's that Colin Firth again? <laughs> He's the guy who who dates the uh, the woman who can't speak English. Oh, okay, yeah. And He's Laura the writer. Linney- he sits next to, he's just like friends with them. That's, I think that's, just that's gonna, it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. They're just he's, like friends. Oh, Ooh, actually maybe instead of architecture, maybe it's like a publishing house and he's the designer for the books. And maybe he's like a writer. Well, he's a writer. That's how they know each other. Yeah. Right. He's a writer. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's how they know each other. That makes more sense. That but makes they more just, sense. they're just friends. Like they okay. all just kind of know each other at the end. Okay, because they didn't really explain that in the TV edit. So, um, yeah. so they yeah. get married, and then they're kind of doing their thing, and also we get basically a, a flash mob of of singers doing <laughs> a band, flash mob yeah. band doing "All You Need Is Love," and everyone has instruments in the audience, like just yeah, hiding. Which, how do you not see people with trombones in the audience? First of all, <laughs> saxophones, trombones, guy pops up in the background, the guitar. It's just like. Oh my god! But yeah, apparently this is Andrew Lincoln set up the surprise. Did you uh, plan this? Well, did you plan this? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> cheeky, you cheeky bastard! Right. Except for she's American, so she doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> in the in, in the movie, at least, right? I don't. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, wait, is Kieran? You know, Kieran Eilish. I think Kieran Eilish is American in the movie, isn't she? No, there's no way. Is she? No. Are, are we sure? Oh shit! No, she's got her. <laughs> I think I think she's. I thought she was American. I'm movie. just so used to Kieran. No, there's no way Kieran Knightley's in, in a British movie and is. Doing oh no, her. no. Yeah, there's only one American actress, and it's Laura Linney. She's the only one who's the American yeah, storyline. Right. That's it. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Well, I actually, have... I take that back. It's her, and then Joanna, the little girl. She, they're the only two Americans yes. in it. She's the other American. Okay. Okay. All right. So then, wedding is over. Uh, Colin Firth. What's his name? 
Do we know his name? In the uh, movie? Jamie, 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 right? Uncle Jamie. That's right. Cause that comes back. All right. So Jamie, yeah. He, um, <laughs> yeah, that goes back in the only other funny scene. In the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah. Uh, so he, in between the wedding and then the, the, the wedding party afterwards, right. Mm-hmm. Or I forget what they call that. Um, he runs reception. home. Yeah. Reception. <laughs> thank you. He runs back to his flat, right? Jamie's yep. flat mm-hmm. where his girlfriend is supposed to be sick. Yes, exactly. That's why she can go to the wedding. Because right. she's sick. Uh, and he comes in, he runs into Sam, some random dude. What would, what did this dude say he was, he, he was doing there? It's his, there was a, it's, his, it's not some random dude. It's his brother. Oh, it was Jamie's brother. Yeah. That's why it's way, that's why it's way worse. <laughs> oh, I yeah. <laughs> that's why it's way worse. And he's like, Oh bro. Like, what are you doing here? And he's like, Oh, I don't know. I was just thinking about Christmas. We got to take mom out for dinner. Like we're bad sons. Right. Remember like the, uh, I didn't, I didn't hear the brothers thing. I, I maybe I, that's weird. Did yeah. He cut, and he, he's he like, Oh, that. I just came by quick to check on what's her face. And he's like, he's like, is she, is she, is she like not here anymore? Like why, like, why are you here? And then you hear that's when she comes from the back room and it's like, come back to bed. Bro. Like big, big boy. Gotta, and blah, blah, yeah. Blah. We have to have sex again before Jamie gets home. <laughs> it's like, wow. Why would you? He's like, uh, <laughs> Why would you explain? Because <laughs> it's a bad movie. Yeah. Like what? Okay. So now we're back at the the wedding reception now, right? Exactly. And then we get uh, Colin, uh, the the blonde haired kid. He's a waiter at the at the at the wedding. Guy who was dropping oh, off. Oh yeah, right, right. I forgot. Yeah, he yeah, was dropping okay. off muffins in the beginning of the movie to everyone at the desks there. He's yeah, yeah. He's a waiter at this at this. So maybe he's just a caterer. Maybe he's just a I delivery he was guy. A guest, yeah. Okay. I think yeah, he's just right. a delivery guy. So he he delivered the muffins and you know to the office, and then he's a caterer. Right. You know, here at the or he works. You know, for the, the catering company. Right, and so this is all, when we meet his friend, who's the porn guy. After, right after, right. This yeah, yeah, yeah. after yep. he he drops off stuff and then leaves. Yeah, yeah. So he's walking around. He's you know offering apps, and we start seeing connections of like, okay, Laura Linney's here. We see Colin first characters here, Jamie, um, and then he walks up, and there's a little humor, I guess, when he walks up to some woman he's trying to flirt with, and he takes a bite of one of the apps, and he's like, oh, this is gross. And then she's like, <laughs> they have a back and forth about. It. He's like, oh, what do you do? And she's whatever. She's a caterer. Yeah. And he's like, I'm yeah. glad you didn't take on this wedding. She's like, no, I did. Smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have anything else to fill in there, but he, well, he, that's he when he goes with and his talks to his buddy. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he meets his buddy, he talks to his buddy. And then this is where he comes up with the plan of, I'm going to go to America because with my accent, the reason why I'm so single is because English girls are stuck up. I hate English girls because they're stuck up. Not like there's American girls. American girls are always up for a laugh. And you're like, mm. okay. Okay. And then I love, I love when his friend just goes, Colin, you're a lonely, ugly asshole. You have to accept it. <laughs> Which was almost what I used as a quote at the beginning. <laughs> uh, and then he did have another good quote. He's like, I'm the god of sex. I'm just on the wrong content. <laughs> <laughs> Which, come to find out. He's not gone. wrong. He's not wrong. According to this movie universe, he is not wrong. So, yep. Uh, and then, then we get. Is, oh, so, the, okay. <laughs> There's an in-between scene. Yeah. We cut back to the movie studio with Martin Freeman humping a lady. This time, uh, She's got her shirt off. Um, so here's the nudity. This is the start of the nudity. Yeah. Which He's I didn't still see fully clothed. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. He's still fully clothed. She has her pants on, uh, but she has her shirt off. And the, the, the friend who's the director or whatever is like coming over. He's like, Hey, um, 
can you grab her breasts? Mm. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, uh, and he's like, got to warm up the old hands. <laughs> he's like, just be, like being Martin and, Freeman. Yeah, <laughs> being, being dildo back or b- b- yeah. dildo. Bilbo. <laughs> get that, get that, get that. <laughs> being Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> leave that, leave that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he so he's like, gotta warm up my hands, and then he like, he's like, <laughs> he like grabs her, and then the guy comes over, and he's like, actually, uh, can you massage them? <laughs> he's like, uh, okay, <laughs> so it's like they're like having a they start having a conversation. That's when like yeah. he's like, oh, this is awkward, huh? Like, <laughs> and that connection's uh, made. So <laughs> right, exactly. And they're both professionals. So. Uh, so this is even better then because in my version, we went from a wedding party to a funeral. You went from wedding <laughs> to a to porn, porn set, set to a funeral. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is better breaking it down. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's I hate it still, but it, it's fun to break down. <laughs> oh, my God. So then we, we jump to a funeral. What a great way uh-huh. to... Can really kill the moment here. So we're at mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's uh, wife's funeral. And he's given a eulogy, right? Yeah. And, and he's and, like, <laughs> my, my wife always used to say like over my dead body. And then she died. And you're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that one landed there, Liam. Try something <laughs> yeah, else. <laughs> it's so bleak. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the church crowd's taking that one. <laughs> no, no. And like his son, like they show the son in the front and he's like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which apparently he's just the stepdad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is even I mean what a, I mean he's married you know, he's married to her so okay yeah. But then like but then this this okay so hold on this all makes this okay. So then they go to like this weird slideshow in the church. <laughs> yeah. Which, which okay I've, so, I've seen done. Absolutely 100%. I don't know if I've ever seen it done in a church though. It's like one of the things you would save for like afterwards. Like you'd save it for like at when, the funeral home. Yeah. yeah, or like or even like when they have like the post post thing at like someone's family home like every get appetizers every you know bring the coast family in like okay, here's a slideshow. Mercy show. meal. I don't think yeah, you yeah. bust out the slideshow with like whatever song it was playing in the church. <laughs> Just like it yeah, felt it very out of place. Um and it would be so awkward in real life. Uh, but now it, it's weird because like the photos they had of them though in the slideshow was mm-hmm. them being together for a very 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 long time. Like they yes, had yes. old photos of them together, right? Yes, and that's where I'm like, so I guess maybe it's a stepdad that that raised him since he was a baby. I don't. Yeah, know. but the photos looked older than the kid though. Like they were that t- is true together before the kid was even born. Good point. Good right? point. I don't. I mean, well, well, who knows how old that kid is? First of all, yeah, no one knows. No one actually knows his yeah. age in real life or in this movie or any movies he's in. But like, he's actually playing a twenty-three-year-old. <laughs> uh, but then they did a nice little crosscut of uh, the song that was playing. I wish I can't remember the song that was playing. Uh, but the song oh, that was playing at the funeral. Yeah. It it cut over to now we go back to the wedding. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully. Uh, oh, it was a uh, bye, bye bye baby was the song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, where they're also, yeah. So then it cuts to that, that song is you know, right. now playing at the wedding. And then we got, uh, Mark, which here. is a weird song for a wedding, I think, but, uh, where now we have, uh, Mark who is Peter's buddy here. Uh, yep, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. yeah Mark. Doing yep. definitely some creepy recording of Kira Knightley. I mean, it's not obvious that he's doing creepy recording of Kira Knightley. He's just uh, definitely I mean, not dude. What? No, no. So, oh, so did, all right. Well, so cause he, not, cause he kind of cre- well, all right. So for me, like he's, he's holding the camera kind of low and being weird. And then Laura Linney jumps next to him and is like, Hey, and has this conversation where he like kind of freaks out, closes the camera and he, and she's asking yeah, yeah. him if 
he's in love with his friend or something with Peter, I guess. Right. Exactly. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't like they're playing it up like he's gay. Oh, that's the they make a joke out of it. Like, it's a oh, okay. it's a long gay joke because it's two thousand three. So they do like half a movie's worth of a gay joke. It, d- it didn't feel like um, a, g- a gay joke at all in the, the the version I watched at all. It was just oh. like it just came off as him being creepy and like they set it up as like that. I mean, they I still get the setup of her being like, "Are you in love with your buddy?" Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it didn't. Okay, okay, yeah, it's played up way more like like it's a. Like it's like he's like, oh, he's just he's been watching and like filming his buddy the whole time. Like uh, at the wedding, he's like, you know, he's sad that his buddy is marrying uh, like marrying this girl or whatever. Like they're they're definitely play that up until the until the reveal later on. Uh, and then we cut we're back to the we got to the office, the architecture or the book publisher offices, whatever. I'm going to go uh, yeah. publisher. I think publishing house sounds good. That sounds about right. Right. It makes more sense fitting in Jamie. So let's yeah. do that. <laughs> Uh, it, like clearly listeners, you can tell how much it matters based on <laughs> everything we're saying right now. Yeah. It's really important. Whatever they do at this office, <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Um, and this gets into, uh, okay. So back at the office, um, and then we have Alan Rickman and the secretary Mia, they're chatting kind mm-hmm. of away there for a little yep. bit. And then we cut to, Laura Linney's character and Alan Rickman in in, their, in his office. And this was just basically, yep. this is like an HR nightmare, right? This is just. Yes. He's like, so how long have you been in love with Carl? <laughs> and she's like, excuse me. Uh, and then he's like, you should do something about it. <laughs> like for all our sakes, it's Christmas after all. <laughs> she's like, what? I, I love I it. But then. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love how Christmas is being used as like the crutch slash leverage to make people do like, yes, not good things. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's Christmas after all. I mean, it is Christmas after all. Yeah, because then then we cut to like we're led to believe that she's doing something scandalous, too, because she then gets a phone call. And answers, oh, hello, darling. Yeah, I'm here. We're doing whatever. Uh, All right. So then that's over. Um, And by the way, all these scenes in this film, which I'm sure most people who are listening to this have maybe seen this movie, but like these are all very short. It's like if you cut, I think I'm sure someone's done on the Internet, but if you cut all these storylines into like one single Oh yeah, yeah. Thing it's probably like, I don't know, each one's probably, I mean, there's eight storylines. So like what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes each. So it's like, but they're like slicing between each one. So it's just like these scenes are so, they're very short and just like, okay, next one, next one, next one. Anyway, so now we're at the, uh, uh, the radio station. Uh, And this is kind of coming off from the, the trailer uh, where we have some DJ ripping into Billy Mac and then realizing that, oh, he's here for an interview. Yep. Billy Mac being Bill Nye there. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then we have interview with bill bill billy mac um which is hilarious yeah it's pretty great uh he, i mean he gets into a bunch of exhibition about how lone he is and stuff like this which kind of sets up his turn at the end um yeah well he also the, like talked about like oh, there might have been stuff i, I there might have been stuff that got cut out for me so oh, maybe yeah he swears a lot he just like he like yeah, he talks about how, how stupid it is to change the word love to christmas so yes. like, he's like yeah. they paint him very self-aware from the beginning of just like just being like i I'm washed up. I know when I'm like, this is stupid. Like yeah. doing the press tour that we have to do that. My manager set up like, whatever, this is dumb. I don't care if it's successful. Uh, and he's like, kind of like trying to tank all these interviews and stuff. It seems yes. like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't give a shit anymore. Um, and we get the, right. Which, the Brit- Britney Spears. Did, was that in the ear cut? Yeah. Yes. 
And in the trailer, yeah, I remember I was pretty confident that he said the best sex you ever had. Like, I don't think it said shag. And then, like, did they change it for American audiences in the trailer or something to, sh- to sex? And then they made it shag in the movie because in the movie, oh, yeah, it's shag. you're right. You're right. right. No, they, they definitely said sex in the trailer and then shag in the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. And that joke is still in there. But yeah, you're right. They said, yeah, they do say shag in the movie. Right. Yeah. Weird. Why? Like, why would you change that? Uh, <laughs> you're right. It's for it's for American audiences. I mean, that's 100 percent. Like, there's no yeah. there's no doubt. Yes, yeah, so this interview just kind of goes poorly. Yes, but in a good way for everyone else that's listening. But everyone's like, "Ooh, this is cringy." But it's like, I don't know. No, it's great. He's just being kind of honest and just like doesn't give a shit anymore. I love it, except for the part. This is like when we also get the setup of him picking on his manager. Oh, so I didn't have this at all. Oh, really? Okay, so he like he calls Joe the ugliest man in the world. Oh. <laughs> I know it's horrible. No, well, that's fucked. Uh, but that makes sense now. Well, okay. At the very end, though, that's garbage. Right. Why did they cut that? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> they, had to, they had to cram yeah. in their hours worth of advertising, so they had to cut like one one line here that now makes I sense guess. at the end of the movie. Because I was going to say the this radio scene is actually pretty long uh, for what it is. Oh, it was super uh, short for me. It was like, yeah, I, okay. I was already done with it. <laughs> oh no, this like this like a big interview. He's like talks about how much the record is crap. And like how, like, you know, he's like, ah, wouldn't it be funny if it went to number one, like my old stuff used to, or like, like, it's like a long interview here. Wait, does he make the promise here about? No, 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 not yet. Okay. All right. Because right now there's no chance in hell, right? Like they're like joking about, wouldn't it be funny if this went to number one? It's such a shitty record. Like this is awful. And they're all kind of making fun. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then he talks, he's like, well, you know, thankfully I got, you know, I got attached to the ugliest man in the world over here. Joe has been, you know, had my back since day one kind of thing. Um, oh, poor Joe. Yeah. And then it cuts to the news where they're like, is the new prime minister in trouble already? I didn't get that. Then, they cut that out. Okay. And then we get our next title card four weeks to Christmas. Right. <laughs> so we're a month out. Uh, so then we're prime ministers, right? We're This is when he's like talking about meeting with the president of the United States. And like, they're like planning this big meeting. This is just a setup scene for another scene later. Um, he, he makes the joke, like, who do I have to screw to get a, good cup of tea around here and that's of course when natalie walks in and he's like (laughs) 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 yeah and all the old men at the table are like (laughs) 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 oh yeah it's horrible yeah (laughs) yep so then she's got tea because she's delivering food and tea to him and they go back to his office and she drops some stuff off and he is just not he's like inept at talking to women i guess or anyone yeah Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. How did he become prime minister? Yeah, I was, <laughs> so I have a. Di- I there's obviously in between from there it jumps to I do I, I didn't get the scene so. Oh, sorry, it's Martin. <laughs> I was like, oh, Martin Freeman again. I assumed that you had that too. I keep forgetting. So, uh, we're back at Martin Freeman's sex scene. This time he's actually naked. So he's okay. naked and she's fully naked. Okay. Uh, and they like have a weird moment together of being like, oh, isn't. Uh, like, have you read anything good lately? And they're like talking about books or something stupid. I don't like, they yeah. just have a cabin normal conversation while they're yeah, just doing, people, doing like a simulated sex thing. Yeah. Just doing pe- people being people. That's all, you know? Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we cut to, uh, Colin, um, our Matthew Lillard lookalike. He's in a car ride with his buddy. Right. And this is where yep. he's basically saying, I'm going to, 
I'm going to America to find American girls. And he fantastical place called <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Almighty. And I love, I love the advice his friend gives him too. It's like, well, there are a few babes in America, but they're already with rich guys. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> What is this? Like, what is this? What is this plot? This, this movie from from nine eleven to talking about American women and what yes. they like. There's a few babes, but they're already with rich guys, of course. None of it's yeah, not good at all. Oh my god. Um, <sighs> then we get back right. to Alan Rickman, right? We're at yeah, the, yeah, we're back. We're so back. God, I hate Christmas parties. We always have to do a stupid Christmas party. Yeah, and then there's some serious flirtation going on with right with mia, mia yeah mia the secretary mm -hmm. and and um and uh alan rickman here i didn't piece it together that alan rickman was married to emma thompson i think until later <laughs> like i, I think, think it was i don't i don't think confused. it's very i know i don't think it's very obvious i think they did it on purpose uh so i had that we were at emma, emma's flat here uh where she and liam neeson are chatting about sam and the concerns right. over like that the mom has died and what you know now he's a permanent guardian of the, his stepkid. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Which is not obvious at this point either. No, no, no. This is obvious. Uh, and neither is like the relationship between Liam and and, and, and Emma. Here, oh, but, yeah. Um, oh. And then talk about him taking a heroin, which might, sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Then he cries. And then she says, get a grip. People hate <laughs> sissies. No one's going to shag you if you're crying all the time. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Emma Thompson coming in hot. <laughs> so then we're on a bench. This is the, yep. Outside on the bench with the boy from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, which the boy's name is Sam. I, I think I call him the boy most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, yeah, we don't know how old he is, but we'll go with boy. So yeah, they're hanging on, <laughs> chatting on a bench. Um, and then this is where we basically get the scene from the trailer where he's like, oh, but I'm in love. It's less awkward in the movie. They do a better job. Like in the trailer, it's weird. It's super, yeah. It's super weird. <laughs> In the movie, he's like, hey, buddy, like, is it just that you're sad about your mom dying or like, what's going on? You seem withdrawn. And he's like, no, no, I know I'm supposed to be sad about mom. And I am. But <laughs> like, she died like a week ago. <laughs> really this, this whole this whole plot line was so disconnected from like just like the timeline <laughs> in timeline life. Like, it makes no sense. Like. I know I'm supposed to be sad about mom. Hey, everyone, everyone, everyone grieves at their own pace, but it's just like <laughs> to blow off your mother's death. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to feel bad about it, but you know, I really like I this. Can't stop I, I can't thinking about this American girl. <laughs> I think I'm nine or 10 or 13. I don't know, but this American babe from Wisconsin. <laughs> God. All right. So then we jump after that. I guess moment uh, we jump back to the the office here. Um, mm -hmm. We have Laura Linney. It's late night. Laura Linney putting on just makeup and she's mm -hmm. working late. And we get Carl, who we first who we first meet. And this is actually when we f I first realized this is Carl from Westworld. Um, okay, I don't remember the actor's name, but he's a major character in, in Westworld. Yeah, Brazilian guy. And then uh, he leaves, and nothing <laughs> happens. She misses another opportunity to ask him out because classic, classic whatever her character's name is. <laughs> Yeah, do we even know her? Do we? Do we? Ah, uh, we do. <laughs> we definitely. Sarah, do. Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. We said we even said it like a minute yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, Sarah, and then uh, yeah, that's it. Wait, is Joanna Page who I was thinking of when I said Keira Knightley earlier? No, she plays one of the three girls with uh, with uh, what's his face. 
Oh. She plays one of the Wisconsin girls. Okay, okay. Yeah. Crap, who's the thing? Yeah, doesn't matter. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Probably was Kieran, I think. <laughs> then we go to Jamie's house, right? Where he's alone. Like, I think we're in France now. So at first I was like, did he just move to <laughs> Arizona? Confused. Yeah, like it looks kind of like Arizona. Right? It was like, yeah. it was pretty like, it was a dry kind of like cactusy plants around, but the house itself looked like a, like a, you know, like it's yeah. you'd see in Arizona, like out in somewhere. I think, it's, it like, su- I think it's Southern France. It totally is. <laughs> But okay, okay. At first, I was like, did he just move to Arizona? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. so super depressing. Uh, Jamie, Colin Firth, rolls up to some house he's renting or whatever, staying in France. I don't know if we get any deals about it. I didn't, I didn't listen that much, but um, no. Basically, he just wants probably some seclusion to write whatever he's writing. Yep. Um, and he sits there and he's like, alone again. Yep. Colin mm-hmm. Firth. Classic. And then we're we're back at the uh, Big Ben. Uh, Hugh Grant having another uncomfortable HR nightmare conversation with the help here. Where the Prime Minister lives, Big Ben. Yes, in Big Ben, top of the clock. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, and, and he's having a conversation with the help, which is Natalie. Um, yeah, well, he tries to he tries to he tries to make it comfortable and in the process makes it way more uncomfortable. It's like, yeah. Ooh, like I'm not really comfortable working with you. If I don't know anything about your personal life, like, uh, you know, that's a, that's, where do you, where do you live? So now this is like a power move here. This is a bit much like he said, yes. yeah. Are you with anyone? Are you dating anyone? It's like, what? No, you can't. Ask yeah, that. It's, oh, do you live with your boyfriend? I bet. Huh? <laughs> She's like, no, we actually just broke up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was really? a dick because he kept making fat jokes about me, which it, yep. Again, but- Again, are you fucking kidding me? Like she's not fat. She's not fat. <laughs> she's like, not even close. Yeah, horrible. and this joke comes up later when his right yep. hand lady. I know. I know. I I, mo- I noted it then too. Was two thousand three like a big fat joke year? Like early two thousands was like a big fat joke uh, kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the Iraq War was starting. Well, yeah. I guess not. Not quite when the movie was being written, but. <laughs> <laughs> Did Shallow Hal come out around that time too? I mean, that was kind of like a. Oh, maybe, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Just something, huh. something to ponder out there, listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, as for anyway. the listeners, you know, who know, I think by now that I'm heavy set. <laughs> so I take, I take offense here. <laughs> Shallow Hal, two thousand one. I think early two thousands was a uh, was a uh, was a thing. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. I think they do some of that in like American Pie too. So yeah, I guess you're right. Just Friends, another one, 2005. Yep, you're right. Yeah, you're totally right. That's crazy. There's a theme of the early 2000s films just kind of like weight shaming people. And like, yeah, what a hard time. Of- this is, I was like in like in high school in 2003. This is my yeah. freshman year. Like what a bad time to be a fat kid in high school. It's terrible, man. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's not your fault. Well, speaking of dark, it takes a darker turn because he, he, the prime minister, offers to kill her ex. Ah, that would have been the movie. If that would have been the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can we linger on that for a second? Like, he's like, oh, yeah. Like, not super jokingly. He's like, haha, like, (laughs) we could just say the word and I'll kill him. You know, the SS, their phone call away right here. Yeah. What? She's like, yeah, I'll think about it. And he's like, no, seriously. It's like, okay, we got the joke. Yeah, it's really messed up. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, Margaret Thatcher, you saucy minx, you. 
<laughs> gross gross uh then we're uh sam sam elliott sam and liam chat um oh yeah which these scenes are all way funnier if the swearing too there's yeah, a lot of swearing i didn't so this one i didn't this didn't make any sense at all i, I didn't know if anything happened here like it was so cut so short now it makes sense if there was well, they were swearing to each other oh yeah so okay so well then this is you he's you know walk yeah this Liam Neeson's like, so, uh, what is, uh, what does she or he think about you? Like the one second in this whole movie that tries to be almost progressive. It's like, ah, she doesn't even know I exist. Uh, dad, like she's the coolest kid in school. She's such a good singer. She's so awesome. She's American. Uh, and then Liam Neeson just goes, ah, you're sounds like you're fucked. <laughs> and like, that's like the, it gets still a pretty short scene, but it's way funnier. Cause Liam Neeson's like, ah, yeah, you're fucked dude. <laughs> That's such a stepdad move. Okay. It's way funnier. It's uh, yeah, it's still horrible, but <laughs> this is going to be all right. So this next scene's going to be fun. And so then we cut to uh, Billy Mack here. He's on like a TV interview, right? Like a TLR yeah. kind of type of thing. Right. You know, remember, yeah, yeah. Remember TLR? like yeah. British TLR. Yeah. yeah. British TLR. <laughs> TRL. Uh, TRL. That's right. TRL. The other way. TLR. Yeah. Total live request. That's right. With What's his face? What was his name? Oh God. Dick Cheney. <laughs> No, it was like Carson Daly or something. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, that late night TV show, late night with Carson, yeah, yeah, yeah. late, 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 late night with Carson Daly, whatever. Something like that. Yeah, oh, Carson Daly, what are you doing? Fuck you, come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I have Carson Daly on here, just talking through a movie. Way better than Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, a thousand, thousand. <laughs> if Carson Daly has done awful things, let us know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. always up to. You. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we should idolize him yet. I feel like he's in that should, scene. Should we just maybe we should just dislike everyone until they're proven to be good? Yes. That's yeah, that's way. what I'm saying. You're right. Yes. Okay, that's the way to go. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Prove that you're good. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Tell me I'm good. <laughs> yes. Tell us we're good and explain why you're good. Mm-hmm. Until then, we think you're you're a bag of shit. Well. Right? If the if the shit stinks. You got to earn it. I think that's that's a good way to live through life. Earn it. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so here we are, Billy Mac TV interview on like the British, yeah, whatever. TRL. British TRL. And, yep. Yeah. And so then, so this is going to be fun because you definitely got a different version of this. So um, at this point, What's I was like, your oh, we're, we're, basically it was just, uh, they're doing an interview with Billy, Billy Mac here. And I was like, at this point, I was like, oh man, this just feels like the descent of like this rocker. He doesn't give a shit anymore. He's just kind of like, yes. oh, I don't care, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and he's just talking like, about how much the song sucks. Yeah. And and like, he does. Oh, how about your big new song, big new Christmas song. It's doing actually better than people expected. What do you think? And he's like, that song's trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his manager's like, Oh Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> and then there's like, it's like a, him up against like this, this boy band called blue BLU. Yeah. And he's just like, and it, he says something about that people can win a pen or something. I don't know how he got to that, but he's like, Oh yeah, you can win this sweet pen, which also yeah, writes yeah. on, which, which also writes on glass. Writes on anything. So he goes to the picture of the boy band Blue, and he writes this big comic bubble on him. Yep. So for me, it said, uh, we've got little brains. <laughs> nice. For me, it said, we've got little pricks, which is funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that explains why everyone was like a little more appalled. I was yep. like, that's why is that's not appalling at all. And then he tells kids not to, be, you know, not to buy drugs, become a rock star, because then you get them for free. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and his manager's like, "Oh man!" <laughs> so and everyone's like, "Bill's back, baby, let's go." <laughs> now we cut to um, Mark and his yep. buddy Peter chatting on the phone, and then Peter's like, "Hey, Kieran Knightley wants to talk to you." And Mark's like, "Yeah, flustered a bit." Well, this is 
this is another one. So this is like, it was like subtle, I think, because the movie was still trying to convince us to a degree that uh, he's in love with Peter and not yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter's okay. wife. Cause he's like, he's like looking at like the art of like the, the naked people, but it's mostly focusing on the mm. picture of all the naked men. Mm. And so he's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, nude pictures are just art, blah, blah, blah. Didn't get that. Whatever. So were the pictures naked nude? Cause they yeah. weren't in a, yeah. In, yeah. The TV, they were like stuff was okay. covered up. And... Yeah. There was one picture that was like tastefully censored of women that was behind him, but yeah. the picture in front of him was like a bunch of naked men. <laughs> Um, this thing and that when you're like trying to make it seem like he's gay which they then are like haha we got you later on which is yeah. frustrating yeah because it would have been a much better movie if he was gay and actually in love with peter that would be interesting that would be <laughs> like yeah yeah anyway. anyways <laughs> so uh kira asked to chat with him and she's basically just looking for like you know, she's like, oh, the wedding video. The wedding video. Is like, we haven't done any British accents yet, which I'm very proud of us, by the way. But yeah, it's great, still part one. We're still we're still part one. So yeah, yeah, we'll wait till part two. <laughs> yeah. So Kieran is uh, like, oh, the wedding video was a complete disaster. Hopefully, she didn't pay for it. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, hey, did you capture any video? At least I just want some yeah. stuff of me and my my dress and stuff like that. Saw you creeping around with your camera the whole time. Don't, I bet you have something. And he's like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure I wiped it, but yep. whatever. <laughs> and like hangs up on her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty sure I don't have that. Bye. <laughs> See, I gotta go. <laughs> and then we cut back to the office, the publishing house. There we got Alan. All I got of this was Alan Rickman and the secretary flirting pretty hardcore about venues for the holiday party. Yeah. Well, and she's talking. It, this is when Alan Rickman also is talking to Sarah and is like, "You're, you know, you're pretty stupid for not being with Carl." Like Carl knows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. And she's like, "I know, I know." Uh, and then he flirts with Mia and then, yeah. And then we're back in Arizona and or Southern France. Some old lady who he's renting the house from, I guess, is yeah. like, hey, I found you a cleaning lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? what is this guy's life? <laughs> Clean your own mess. Yeah. I don't like. Clean your own is he like mess. a rich, famous author? Like, I don't, that's what I think is unclear to me. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly, I mean, clearly he is. He's got to play. You can go get a place in Southern France and write his next, whatever he's writing. And, you know, with housekeeping. A, yeah. Yeah. With housekeeping. So, uh, so he meets the help yet again, another situation of guy yeah. in power meeting the, the help. And he's super Aurelia, awkward. I think is her name, right? Yes. Aurelia. And then uh, he can't, she can't speak pretty much any language that they're speaking. I couldn't at first. She's like, oh, the woman who's renting from us is like, oh, she just speaks Portuguese, which I was like, is she speaking right. Portuguese? Yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. So she's speaking speaking Portugal Portuguese. So Thais got most of it. So like most of the, I have some translations in here. Okay. I was going to say, because I was like, okay. Uh, And then uh, Colin Frost's character, Jamie there, makes an awkward soccer joke, which. Right. Then we get like, "Ah, I don't think she's too young for that. (laughs) You're like, ruthless, gross. (laughs) This is horrible. I hate this. And then, and then I think we just pretty much cut to a car ride randomly. Him well, because he's like driving. Well, I, home. he's like, don't worry, I can drive you home. I'll I'll make sure I'll drive you home all the time. That'll be fun. And yeah. she's like, okay, cool, thank you. So yeah, then they cut to the car ride, and he starts just like saying things in like Italian. He's like speaking any language, just hoping that something sticks. Yeah, uh, which she's obviously confused about. Yes, and he he won't shut up. Yes. Uh, then he starts talking about Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons for some reason. <laughs> And then he tells himself to shut up. And then thankfully that scene's over. Uh, and we cut to Nottingham Hill mansion. 
Oh my God. Yep. Exactly right. And that's when somebody gets out of the limo here, presumably the president of the United States. Cause you hear hail, hail to the chief. Sorry. Yeah, like um, and we're like, Oh shit. The president's here. And then <laughs> even funnier is that it's Billy Bob Thornton playing the president, which apparently, which Thais was like, is that a dig at America? And I was like, yep. I don't know. Cause I don't, I was like, well, at that point, like Billy Bob Thornton is like kind of a real actor still. Like, oh, I mean, like, he's, like, he's definitely a real actor, but yeah, I mean, this is like a couple of weeks before Bad Santa came out. <laughs> I mean, all of his off screen stuff, though, is happening. And it's like he's kind of like yes. a bad boy at that time. So it's like, oh, him being the president sure. is like fitting. And it's, it's definitely it's, a, it, it's definitely a dig. It's definitely like, okay. a, yeah, I thought so. I was, I was like, was like really? oh, I was like, I was like, he seems like a regular president to me. <laughs> I don't know what that says. <laughs> yeah. Define regular president. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that probably says worse things about the presidency than it says. But. Uh, so we get Billy Bob Thornton, him and him and uh, Hugh Grant are kind of chatting. And you kind of get the sense that Billy Bob Thornton's like a, you can get a sense he's kind of, he's being a little skimmy. He's, he's, a, he's, he's kind a, of a bad boy president. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. Um, yeah. And he's uh, definitely being a creeper. He meets Natalie and he's got some lines about her, about, you know, to yeah. Hugh. Um, and then they, uh, they cut to them. UK, US, kind of uh, doesn't matter what they're talking about. I don't know if they talk about anything extra, but it just well, yeah, no. I mean, this is when yeah, they, contention uh, about what what they're what they're aligning on. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, I think this is right before that he he meets Natalie. Uh, well, there's and, well, there's two moments. There's one moment where she walks by and he's got comments about how she looks to Hugh right, Grant, yes. and then they cut to yeah. like the room where like US UK they're having a chat, blah blah, and, right. and Hugh Grant's kind of playing down a bit, uh, which sets up the big speech later on. Yes, he's basically exactly. just kind of like ah, allies, blah blah blah, and Billy Bob Thornton's just standing there, is like, well, you know, I'm from we're I'll America, give, we're the power, so you listen to us. Yeah. You know, I'll give you anything you ask for as long as it's something I don't want to, as long as it's not something I don't want to give you. Which, like, okay, great, great cool. line there. Sick, sick line. Uh, Hugh Grant and Billy Bob Thornton are chatting, like, kind of like one on one. Yeah, Hugh Grant's like, Hey, I gotta go get something. Blah, blah blah. Natalie comes in basically, probably to replace the T. And right, Hugh Grant comes back in, and Billy Bob Thornton's being a super creep, right? Super creep, right. super creep. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when we get the moment of Hugh Grant being like, No, man, you don't get to just come into my country and boss around and hit on the younger. You can't take my stuff. Yeah, you can't just (laughs) take my younger staff person that I'm yeah that my property that I'm flirting with. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Did anyone pick up on that when they were? Nope. Not even Natalie. Jesus. All right. So then we go to the press conference. Sorry. So then we cut to the press conference. Yep. And we get the we get uh, Billy Bob Thornton basically giving his whole spiel. And then yep. Hugh Grant does the big speech. Huge speech about how, you know, U.S. and Britain have a special relationship, blah, blah, blah. Makes a bunch of jokes about British stuff. Um, talking about David Beckham's feet. Uh, yeah. And, and that the president of the United States should be prepared for Britain to be a lot stronger than he they're, thinks. They're not going to be bullied. And there's like, as he's saying these particular words in these lines, there's there's shots of him looking at Natalie. We're not gonna be bullied, and you right. can't just take whatever you want. Blah blah blah. And he's like standing up for UK and the yep. the British Empire, and everyone claps, and everyone claps. <laughs> and everyone claps. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you tell him. Yeah, you tell him. And then that's that whole scene. <laughs> and we're just like, 
Mr. Prime Minister, Mr. Prime Minister, like, well, can you believe? Can you believe what you actually just said about the president of the United States? Blah, blah, blah. It's terrible. Uh, and then uh, Prime Mini here, Optimus Prime Mini, gets a call from uh, Emma, his sister. Are you insane? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> you can't just say stuff like that. That's wild. <laughs> and then they hang up, <laughs> and That's then it. she's hanging out with Alan Rickman, her husband, and he's complaining about Joni Mitchell. For some reason. And this is actually when we find out that they're, this is actually taking where we find out that they're married or together, yes. right? And apparently he doesn't like Jody Mitchell and she does. And she's like, which which Barbie should we give the kids for Christmas? This is okay. so weird. Fair enough, I guess. You get to talk about the two different types of Barbie dolls that exist or no? I don't want to. You're not supposed to. No. Just remember that it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not your words coming from you. This isn't your idea. I know. It's, this I is know. from the movie and we're presenting it as the movie has presented it. Yeah. She's like, do we give her the Barbie that looks like a transvestite or the one that looks like a dominatrix? And you're like, oh, Emma Thompson. <laughs> like, you were the most likable character in this movie until just now. <laughs> oh, 2003. Uh, uh, anyway. So terrible. Yeah. And we cut back to the prime minister here who is yeah. risky business dancing all over the place. And it's a classic comedy moment where, you know, someone's just dancing kind of free living all over yep. the place, not realizing that there's people that work there and mm -hmm. yeah, it gets caught dancing in the act. Yep, by a member of his staff. And he's like, oh, excuse me, uh, can we move the Japanese ambassador to 4 p.m. tomorrow? <laughs> Mary, please. <laughs> Mary's like, fine. She's not happy. No. <laughs> uh, so we're we two weeks till Christmas now. Okay, so this is one, this is the one that I missed. So I, well, and I missed three. I didn't have three. I had five. There four. was no three. There was no, okay. Yeah. All right, unless on. unless we both miss it, which is possible. It's possible, but okay. So we went five four two. Yep, five four two. Okay, that's math. That math adds up. Uh, so we're back with Jamie. We're back with him, and he's trying to chat with the help here. What's her yep, name? Aurelia. 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 Uh, and languages clearly don't understand each other. So it's like, why just? She's there. If she's there to clean the house, just like let her the right clean it. Let her, clean let her do her job. Let her do her job, dude. She's not being an asshole. Yeah. So they're like bumping into each other, trying to answer the phone for some reason. Cause he's got for some reason, 15 phones around this house. Yeah. It's just like have one phone. What the fuck? Um, yeah. And then, Rich we, people, huh? and then we cut to him out in a gazebo by the lake there. Right. A gazebo. Yep. Uh, and he's typing away yep. with all his papers and his, his, whatever he's writing. He's got his typewriter, which like it's 2003. Come on. Use a computer. <laughs> You could have you could have a laptop in two thousand three. It wouldn't be small, but like you could have a laptop in two thousand three. If you get the money you got, but hey, you know, some writers they you know stick with what works for them, I guess. Clearly something's working for him here. Your wife just left you for your brother, pal. Like, change it up. And then a super breeze comes through and just blows all of his pages right into the lake. <laughs> yeah, because he's dumb. <laughs> like, why would you leave your pages all just sitting here like this in the middle of the wind? Put something on top. I don't know. Anyway, so it's so windy. And then she chases after them because uh, she comes outside and she's like, Oh no, your book. Uh and then we he's get like, no, no, it's not worth it. Don't chase after them. <laughs> My book isn't that good. <laughs> it's not that good. Don't worry about it. So I can let it go. Probably needs to be re rewritten anyways. Yeah. And for some reason she decides to strip down to her underwear and go into the lake to retrieve the pages. Paper that is it's definitely falling apart by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and it's a, it's a, it's the classic super awkward camera gaze of yes. woman stripping down to her underwear. Uh, Zoom and, in on her lower back tattoo because it's 2003. Right. <laughs> Need to have that. But like, also, what is she trying to accomplish? Because again, it's paper. 
it's like dissolved into the lake already. Why yeah. would you? No. What are you trying to do here? This is literally a stupid moment for him to fall in love with her because she's half naked. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's right. right. Like, this is when Tay started to translate for me a little bit. Um, yeah. And she's talking about the water being freezing. They're basically just mirroring each other's lines. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. She's like, oh, the water's freezing. And he's like, oh, the water's freezing, huh? And she's and like, she's why like, don't you keep copies, you idiot? And he's like, oh, I should keep copies. <laughs> right. She's like, I hope this book's worth it. And he goes, it's not worth it. <laughs> um. And then they laugh. Ha ha. And then they get inside mm-hmm. and they're all drying off and they start playing charades to figure out uh, how to communicate, basically. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and again, they're mirroring each other's lines. So yes. he's like, well, I could just name a character after you. And she says, why don't you name a character after me? <laughs> and then he says, oh, actually, like I could just give you 5% of the profits. And she goes, why don't you just give me better some of the profits? Yeah, 50% of the profits or whatever. And then he mentions that his favorite time of the day is driving her home, and it's awful. My favorite time of the day is getting you out of my life. And her saddest part is leaving him. Horrible. Did yours have, So did yours have subtitles for her? Yeah. Okay. So mine was pirated. That's why I had to rely on Thais. There were no subtitles for me. Oh, interesting. So yeah, yeah. when okay. Thais was not translating for me, I did not know what she was saying. To nail that point home, um, they're driving home. They're driving to home. her house again. Wherever she lives, which we find out later, which we're not even sure if we do find out later. But <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't find out later. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> and then we're at Mark's flat, yep. aka Rick, aka Andrew Lincoln, aka Creeper, aka not gay guy. Okay, not gay, right. Uh, and this is when, <laughs> this is when we find out. <laughs> this is when we find this is when we find out how much of a creeper he actually is. Um mm-hmm. So Kira Knightley stops Sur- by with some biscuits. Brought Surprise! Some biscuits. <laughs> brought some biscuits. Uh, and he's like, I, she's like, I just want to check out the videos you got. And he's like, uh, uh, I don't know, because they're really. Creepy. I told you I didn't have those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm super creepy, and yeah, I've been creeping. Uh, and she, then they have a conversation about how she's like, yeah, I didn't know you don't really like me, and uh, yeah. I've always just wanted us to be friends because it was really important to Peter that we get along. Oh, you know, it's his best on. friend whatever and he's like yeah uh-huh 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 get out of my house get out of my house <laughs> yeah and then she's like oh where's the video and he's like i can't find a video and she just kind of walks through and goes through his shit and then 2003 yeah. man vhs tapes were still a powerhouse right i i guess were they i think that was more of like the mini disc era yeah 2003 it was the in between in between dvds and vhs in high school dvds were like this is they were they were dvds were a thing they were just new yeah yeah, yeah 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 DVDs. <laughs> what are you fancy? I, I have mini discs. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, but DVDs were big enough in 2003. We're like, sure. Not for home movies though. I don't think still. Well, yeah, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. agree. Like yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't. Yes. True. Cause that's right. Cause he recorded, he recorded all on like, you know, videotape. That's right. On yeah. the mini tape, whatever yeah. the little camcorder was that everyone used to have in 2003. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she finds the tape and she's like, Oh, look at this. It's right here. And she pops it in. What do you know? Look at you now. Look at you now. Yeah. Yeah. And she and pops it in and they're watching and this is pretty cringy. She, well, so first of all, the video sucks. Like it's not good. So no, like he's all. all over the place, real shaky. And she is obsessed. She's like, yeah. oh my God, this is so much better than my winning video. I'm like, isn't he an artist too? It's what? Like, dude, rule of thirds. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Basic Awful. composition here. Yeah, real bad framing, real bad holding the camera steady. Uh, and she's like, this is amazing. What a great video. I can't believe this is so good. Yeah. Uh, and then as we keep watching, it's only shots of her. <laughs> yeah. 
it's because stalkers don't think about composition. They just think about, you know, at least it didn't like, you know, scroll up and down her body or something weird. Like I expected it would have. I'm sure there was parts of that, but they cut it out. Yeah. Maybe they left, left that on the editing floor. Yeah. <laughs> like he's literally Andrew Lincoln's literally been uh, interviewed and like quoted as saying like, yeah, I kind of wish they had like not made me seem like such a creeper. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And even the beginning of this scene, the beginning of this like video montage, it's still, they're still kind of leading you to think that he's filming Peter. Like they're like, yes. like right up until it starts only being her. It's like, Oh yeah. Like now she's going to find out that he's obsessed with his best friend. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, they were just leading us on the whole time to think that he was gay, which yeah, would have been way more interesting. And he's not. It came to the point where it's like, all right, just run Kira. Just, just get get out yeah. of there. No, it was like almost a it was almost like a very sad sweet story in this one uh and it wasn't because they ruined it but yeah. <laughs> and then she's like the role of me. <laughs> the role of me. The role of me. The role of me. Yeah. And then there's like uh, a super awkward moment of them just being kind of sitting there and he has an awkward moment he's like I've got to I've got to leave and Yeah, he's like uh, well it needs editing. <laughs> okay, so he freaks out. We get Dido. That's fine. He's angry cuz he couldn't figure it out. And this scene's way too long. He just like brutally walks around the city. Yeah, like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like a tiny baby. Right? Like the kid, the boy, <laughs> Sam, the boy Sam is like infinitely more uh, emotionally mature than then actually everyone in this movie <laughs> yes well <laughs> pretty, pretty close. i think he's about as emotionally mature as liam neeson which is to say a medium like a medium. the highest but <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. horrible such garbage um okay so then here we are we're back at the um yeah the prime numbers house right so another hr nightmare <laughs> Oh my but, God. Yeah. What? Nothing. Um, Nothing. <laughs> and this is where we get more uh, fat shaming jokes here. So, yeah. She's and, like, and, 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 so, oh, yeah. He's like, yes. he's like oh, uh, what? Like, have you seen Natalie lately? Oh, Natalie, the chubby girl? And he's like, what? <laughs> he says, what? He's like, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> She's like, what? Huge thighs. Huge thighs. Huge ass. <laughs> Big thighs. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> What <laughs> British accent? Get out of here. This is so ruthless. And like his face is just, he's like, oh, I don't think so. Oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, stand up for it. He's like, oh, yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> and then, all right, I'm glad you wrote this too. Cause then he's like, I'd like to, and this must be a British thing. He's like, can I have her redistributed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like a Doctor Who thing. Like, ex- exterminate. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck does that mean? I think it means like re- reassigned, but like, I think it, yeah, reassigned. Why would I mean, you basically, say that? Basically, he, well, because, you know, yeah, whatever. They put, British, I guess, they put yeah. use in color. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. To our UK listeners, if you're so bold, send us an email. I know we, we're not and, probably your best friends right now, but like, no. is that a thing people say? Redistributed? <laughs> and have you been redistributed? Ah, uh, yes. And what's it like? Does it hurt? <laughs> Are you sent? Back in time, or is it sticky? <laughs> Are you broken up into parts? What happens? Mm, that's a really good question. Are you spread across the country? <laughs> yeah. Are you still really you afterwards, or are you just like a reassembled version of you? <laughs> I so basically, I I read this though is um, I think he's basically just firing her so he can hit on her. Yes. Uh, oh, see, I thought he was firing her because he couldn't bear to be around her. No, I went with uh, this is a classic, like, let me fire her so then I can now hit on her. 
That's a classic. Oh. That's a classic power move, right? Like, well, oh, you see, know what? I don't, yeah, yeah, I agree. That's a classic power, but I don't. I really didn't take it that way at all because it's because the he was almost a good guy for a minute, and he was like, no, you know what? Like, that's this is a conflict of interest. She's too, uh, which it's like still really sexist and horrible. Like, she's too tempting for me. I have to remove her from her job. Like, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh, I can't be, I can't trust myself around her. So mm. therefore she needs to lose her employment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The way she delivers tea to me all the time is, yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we, we jump to uh, the taking flat, Liam Neeson, right? Uh, so Liam and Sam, yet again, still chatting. Now this. Staring at pictures of his late dead ex-wife and the boy wakes up. I got terrible news today, Papa. Uh, the girl is going back to America. Classic. It's the end of my life as I know it because, you know, he's a real romantic. And then this is when it gets confusing for me. Revealing his feelings to his dad and his dad's like, oh, Step you dad. know what? Right. <laughs> that he calls dad. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? We need to watch Titanic right now. And then like, it why? shows. Yeah. And then it shows like the boat lifting on the bow scene there. Yeah. Right. Classic. Like the famous. Yeah. 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 And then he does it to the boy and tickles him, which is weird. Was it, was that in your cut? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So yeah. No, he, they were, he, oh, the only, the only thing I got was like, they were both had their arms out and he was yeah, like, yeah. do you trust okay. me? Sam, whatever. And that was it. And they didn't do the whole, yeah. and they cut right to them just hanging oh. out and like, no, that's when he tickles him and then they fall back on the couch and they're like, ah, <laughs> And then they start talking about the rest of uh, like, he's like, yeah, I'm sure she was, uh, this is Liam Neeson. I'm sure she's unique and extraordinary, but in the end, there isn't just one person for each of us. It's just like, you know, Oh, he's trying to go along with his emotional journey of losing his wife. Just like, right. Uh, the, just like the boy is. Right. And then the, and then Sam goes, well, there was for you like mom. Right. And like, and for Kate and Leo. <laughs> Is what he is literally what his line was, and then the dad's like, "Yeah, I guess you're right, boy. That is your that is your only option is this one yeah. girl." <laughs> and then he's like, "By the way, what's her name?" She's like, "Joanna." And he's like, "Huh, like your mom?" <laughs> he's like, "Yep." <laughs> and like that's how they end the scene. It's that's horrible. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay. All right. So then we we bounce back to um, Optimus Prime here, and he gets tea from some rando lady. It's just not the same. Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) (laughs) And like, that's it. (laughs) And that's it. That's the entire scene. I was like, oh. So then we cut to back to France. Or or Arizona. (laughs) Yeah, or Arizona. And Jamie is putting garlic in his trunk, which he says are Christmas presents. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) He's like, oh, no, it's like the giant, the giant garlic plants that I'm putting into my trunk for Christmas. Uh. And then she says something in Portuguese that I don't think I really knew maybe, but they have like a parting moment and a brief kiss and which I thought was a parting moment, but it's not. He, no, he's, like, he's, this, he's driving away, <laughs> but, but he's, she's with she's, him. <laughs> this whole thing made no sense. Yeah. And then he drops her off at a basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> with like a fucking, like, like, a, like a crazy wired fence. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah, where, what, what is going on right yeah. now? I, I'm imagining it as like, he's like, well, this is as far as I go. <laughs> Cause she, then see, they, like, do, you, do you see them railroad tracks, honey? I can't cross them. 
yes, that's exactly like what it's like. He's like, I don't go to that part of town, uh, like where the where the Portuguese are. She and she's like, yeah, well, uh, I'm going to miss you and your typewriter. And then they kiss and she walks away but, but like yeah. she just, for blocks, presumably. I don't know. Yeah. She just Those, so every time he's been <laughs> driving her home, this is where he's dropping her, like right off kind of like the highway by a basketball court and then just letting her walk like, yeah. All like right. The go corner home. where like some teens are going to mug her or something. Like, I don't know. Like he's like, like he's got a rat and he's like letting her out of the car. Like, all right, go home now. Uh, uh, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. Uh, getting wipe the pour off of the seat. <laughs> It's, it's all in my hands. I can't. I can't write now with all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's such a weird scene. Like especially how they made such a big deal about how she lives on the the bad side of town earlier. Oh, you just dropped her off a half a mile away from her house. Cool. But it was also, uh, yeah. And then in the goodbye though, at this point, definitely felt like it was like, oh, is this this is it? Yeah, they're done. Yep. Like he I dropped so. her. Like yeah, that was like all right, cool. And then he crashes the car immediately which we also never come back to as a plot point. No, no. Well, they do joke about how he's a tail. She says he's a terrible driver and that's the whole like, but I'm sure. But there's no consequences for his accident. Because <laughs> no, he's driving a sob. Come on. He's rich. Don't worry about it. I forgot. He's a rich author. That's how it works, man. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So this is a great spot, I think, for us to. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Drop me off in the bad part of the town and kick me to the curb. Find your own way home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or what you could do is, first of all, thanks for listening. Thanks for being in a car ride with us. Sure. We're not driving. You need to keep you to, the metaphor going. Okay. Yeah, we're not driving <laughs> you into an accident. Uh, nope. But what you can do is come back on Thursday with part. Well, we're going to come back with part two on Thursday. Right. You'll be here, too, yes. is what you're saying. Yes. Well, I'll be here. They'll be I here. mean, you, the listeners. The listeners. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Everyone will be here. We're all going to be here. We're all going to be in a yeah. car together in a sob, driving around. I'll turn this podcast around. Don't you push me. Uh, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram and it's just me, Sat, where I TMT pod on Twitter and wherever you listen to us, Spotify, Google, Apple, all that. It's either subscribe or follow, however it works there. It's good for good for us. It's good for morale. <laughs> and by the way, it's Christmas. So oh, you're right. See what I did there? I did. I'm I'm doing the power move. Like you know what? It's Christmas. Follow us. <laughs> yeah. Nice. After all, it's Christmas, isn't it? You look me right in the podcast earphones and tell me it's not Christmas. Can't you see we don't want you anymore? A different movie. <laughs> different, different, different movie. We do want you. We do want you. Uh, because because you can also leave us a review when you're on those same sites where you're following and subscribing and like raving about Commenting, awesome episodes, sharing and just oh yeah, generally I, talking about how great it is. You know, I bet there's so many comments. Yeah, but while you're doing that, leave us a review too and tell us how much you like us or or how much you don't like us. That's okay too. But if you want to, you can also send us an email. I used to say if you're feeling old fashioned a lot, uh, but you know, Email's it's almost not- 2022. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do people say emails say back, that? baby? Do we- <laughs> You can go to our website too. We also have that and and also website. It's thismeetsthat.com.